There's a monumental shift in power at work. Employees are speaking up, turnover is rising, salaries are increasing, hiring is tough, and burnout is real. It's time to unleash growth. It's time to transform your HR from powerless to powerful. Join ADP on February the 23rd. Reserve your spot now. Go to gettheplan.adp.com to register for the Work Interrupted Summit. Uh, I noticed I just had to uh, agree to that. Nice little pop-up. Yeah. Did you say yes? No. I said only if edited. <laughs> with that in with, mind, With everybody. some special filters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, welcome to episode 70 of Get Out of Rap. I'm joined by Mark Turner, who runs all things operations for BPA quality. And um, actually, Mark, you'll the very first person to write a review about this podcast yeah. and you were the first one of the first people that was actually like yeah this is a good idea and I like the name so right back at the start you've always been a big supporter so thank you very much I'll take that, I'll so, take that. maybe I should write a couple of more reviews hey on this one anyway <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we are here specifically you said not to talk about yourself which no which Anybody listening to this afterward will be very surprised at. But I'm, no. I'm shocked. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but we're here to talk about something that um, is a real a bonus for working for uh, BPA. The number of challenges that you've organised and do and that we've done as a company, um, we've got one coming up we'll talk about in a sec, but it's really about even in these times of COVID, this sort of challenge and what it can do um, for people. So what are some of the things that you've organised for us to do over the years? Over the years? Um, I mean, it might be worth mentioning where this, what triggered some of this. Yeah. We've been doing this. I look back not so long ago and been doing these since 2010. And the first event I ever joined was one that, uh, the old Northamptonians Rugby Club organised in 2010, which was the Three Peaks Challenge. Never done anything like that in my life. I think I said yes to it one evening post-game and um, absolutely loved it. Um, really difficult event, and I know loads of people have, have, have done it over the years. Um, and I decided to organise uh, that event um, when I was at Finian the following year. And we've done something similar ever since. We've done a number of three-peat challenges. We've done something called the Three Lakes Challenge, where you um, row across the three lakes in the Lake District and then cycle between them. That was, uh, that was pretty brutal, although only 12 hours. Um, we did the 24 peaks. Uh, I only finished that this year, third attempt. That's probably the most brutal one to date. Um, I'd say every other year we've done the Three Peaks Challenge, which you've You've joined a good few times. I've, um, yeah, you're being very polite because I've I've been beaten. I've still not done all three in the 24 hours, and it's going to be my swan song. So the next time we do it, which is you mean what, next year? Next year is yeah. next year is, is when we're doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if anybody year. listening to this will uh, will get a bit of advance warning that yeah, that's that's kind of our event plan for next year. Although. I do want to put a little bit of a twist on it because we've done it a few times and I feel like... Naked? Probably with some clothes on, although it will be in June. 
Um, but yeah, some some little twist, <laughs> maybe something a little bit more relaxing uh, on the start or end of it. I don't know, but um, I know a lot of the team are very keen to do that event, having tried it a few times. I think I've done it, attempted it six times, and I've only done it twice in 24 hours. And even when I did it twice in 24 hours, you're talking within 40 minutes. So um, it's always a challenge when we've been doing it with, with a large group anyway, because you've got so many variables. Um, people walk at different paces, people have prepared in different ways. Uh, and you've, you've, you've just got to, you know, you've got to go with the flow on, on all of those. So it is quite difficult, especially when you're doing it in, in groups to achieve something like the 24 hours. Um, but, and I know we'll probably get this, but that isn't really the whole purpose of doing events anyway. Um, they're what great is, things. Well, they're is, great things to, for me personally. They're a great thing to have in the diary to look forward to, to have a reason to uh, get fit for, keep active for. Um, you get to spend some time often with people that you you may have not worked with much during your time. Uh, they may be in different departments, maybe different sites. Um, and in this year's case, you know, we're going to be doing an event with people that we haven't even met yet. So because they joined the company, you know, within the last sort of 12 so months. So uh, a big part of it is, is doing something as a group um, and, yeah, raising that money as well. We've been really good at raising some good money. Um, we always sort of set ourselves at least a minimum of £5,000 when we do some of these events and we generally always hit it and, and sometimes exceed it. So um, it, that's a big part of it as well. And I know the charities that we've raised for over the years really appreciate it. So um, that's, that is also a big part of it. Let, let's, let's go to the start then and think about um, for people listening who maybe they, they haven't organised any of these types of challenges before. You do the organisation. What advice would you share to people? Um, on all of these, I think, um, do the event first. <laughs> before you attempt to try and take it on. Some of the events we've done, they've, I, I, we've organized through guides as well. So there's always that added bonus. Um, some events, you, you, you've got to take that next step and you've got to get the, the professional assistance uh, to make sure that everybody's safe and everything. So we did that on the 24 peaks. We had a number of guides and, and luckily we did because some of our team had to be guided off sort of midway through the challenge. Um, but something like the Three Peaks Challenge, it was important to have done it first, to know what it's about, think about the logistics of it, the importance of the support crew um, um, and all the risks associated with it. So that was a big part of it for me. And, and as we've done it over the years, we've, we've especially on the Three Peaks, we've, we've got quite a slick operation now with that. We've got a, a group of individuals that, that put their hand up and always do it. And... Um, and that makes everything sort of run quite smoothly. Um, but for me, the important thing is, is get that experience in it, um, especially with some of the events we do. You know, they're often outdoors in the elements. Um, you'll know from our last Free Peaks Challenge <laughs> on Scarfell Pike. I mean, when we arrived up there at like three in the morning or whatever it was, the weather was just, I mean, the number of people that just said, I do not want to get out of the van. Um, and it's understandable because it's tough. It's really tough. But if you've done it before, you can prepare people, um, you know, tell them it's going to be worse than it actually is. Um, well, this is what you were doing just now before we started recording about yeah. our latest challenge. Um, yeah. So a must-have a must in terms of the organisation, right, is 
ex actual experience as the organizer uh, or people who are organizing as having done the event right yeah how and then just in terms of like sharing it what are the net what are the steps that you take so for people listening in their company that think you know what i'd love to do i'd love to get our guys on a on a challenge where do you start um you've got that experience but then where do you start in terms of organizing yeah i mean what, what we've done over the last good few years is you you test the appetite uh, i tend to have um a few conversations with people within the business and i i test the initial appetite for it um when you're confident that there is a reasonable appetite for it, you 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 go out there with a bit of a launch. Uh, we often call it the big BPA challenge, and um, and historically, certainly at BPA, we get flooded with interest. So on the um, on the race of the stones event that we're doing on Saturday, um, I think I had about seventy five people initially put themselves forward for that, and we eventually had over forty sign up for it. Um, and that wasn't on a huge amount of information, actually. Uh, we shared top level concept of what it was, um, but even on our, you know, our conversation before this, there's still bits of information that you were not familiar with, such as how far it is. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I think we just added 20 miles to your, to your assumption. Uh, yeah. Uh, initially, it, it's, it's gauging the interest, it's going out there and launching it. Um, we, we from experience it's good to get a bit, bit of commitment from people so uh, historically what we'd like to do is some sort of small deposit which we often just put towards charity um you know we're not we're not doing that necessarily to cover the cost of the event um like i say some of these we've we've we've, we've organized a few times so um we've got a, a good method of keeping costs down um but i think getting a small deposit from people is key it's people signing up to something there's a lot of work that goes into um, these events, uh, both ourselves that organize it, because it's not always just me, and, um, and then the organizers themselves. So a bit of commitment up front helps. Um, the last 12 months has seen, for example, on our latest challenge, a big change in, in participation of who's, who's going on the event. I think I've switched out and switched back in probably about 15 people, you know, mm. probably in the last two or three months too, because circumstances change. So there's been a lot of uh, admin around it, um, but we know when Saturday morning it'll it'll pay off <laughs> on the start line. And what do you know? Maybe there's people that uh, in the leadership teams might need convincing. Um, what are the benefits of doing this? Do you know what? You only have to 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 listen to the people post event. Uh, to talk to them during the events, what it what it gives people. Um, on the last challenge that we did on the three peaks, I literally even on the last day we had people asking, "Are we going to do it again next year?" Because they got so much out of it, it, it stretched them both physically and mentally. Um, in many cases, beyond what people expected, and I think they liked they liked to be pushed, um, but they they also liked you know. It, it's good to have certain things organized for you as well. You know, you, some of these guys can rock up um, and, and, and join an event and just focus on, on getting through it and not all of the, you know, the admin or, the, or, or anything else associated with it. Um, for me, the uh, repeat participation and interest shows you. 
and we're not even you know even some of the people have done the same events we've got people that have done the three pigs three or four times um but every year we do generally get interest from those that have done a previous challenge and then you get obviously you know new interest um and the word of mouth has spread you know people here they see all the pictures on facebook social media twitter whatever it is you know instagram and they want to be a part of that because everybody's smiling in those photos like we will be on saturday and sunday so you know i am conscious when i'm doing these events of capturing some moments that that reinforce how important they are so i am looking for that picture of people smiling because you know that's what we'll use when we launch the next event um for me i know they're successful because of the interest we get the feedback we get and and you do see and witness people doing similar things afterwards themselves in their own time you know you suddenly start people doing other mountain walks or other long walks um cycling events or whatever it is they suddenly realize there's a lot of events out there uh, that they can independently sign up for and keep that kind of uh interest going i think there's something about um the experiences that you gain i don't think i've I, I i look back on each one and think actually there's some real real low moments but actually yeah. then, then what follows that are moments when you're laughing so much that your sides hurt <laughs> or you know sometimes at other people's low moments but um yeah 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 I, I, you know, without getting too poetic about it, is there's things about where you can actually see the human spirit. Um, I'm thinking of one particular guy stuck on, I think it was Ben Nevis, where there was snow. It was kind of, the, I think the snow, I found a surprise in summer, yeah, yeah, yeah. that it was knee deep. And uh, one, of our, one of our team was literally taking, moving one step at a time. Yeah. And the fact that he carried, he did it, he carried on. It was like a, a very, very slow, but uplifting movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you know, know what? what? I know who you're referring to. And that person is on this yeah, challenge. Yeah, I know. I know. And, and that tells you a lot. Yeah. There's so many, like, for me, not to, I didn't do, didn't do Scarfell, but then it got to Snowden and it was chucking it down. And getting up and down Snowden um, was just yeah. was just it was horrible, but it was brilliant. It was absolutely yeah. brilliant. My brother-in-law calls this, and it's perfect because I was sort of. I think you come back with so many stories as well, don't you? Um, my brother-in-law, who's an outdoor, this is job. He's a, he's an out. You'd love him. Um, he calls it type one and type two fun. So <laughs> type one fun is you look forward to it, you enjoy doing it, and afterwards is brilliant. Yeah. Type two, you don't look forward to it, you don't always enjoy doing it, but then afterwards you love it, and it's just this yeah. amazing, amazing kind of experience that you've... That there you've is got. a huge sense of achievement on some of these things. Yeah. Um, and, and you know what, we, we, we're not picking what I would call straightforward, easy events either. You know, the Race of the Stones It's that we're doing this weekend, it's a tough event, mm. yeah? You'll have some people walk it, some people run it, jog it, no doubt, you know, towards the end of day two, crawling it. Um, but it's, you know, I, I did it in 2019, and uh, I underestimated it. It, it Just the sure, the, the amount of time that you're on your feet. You know, when we did the Race of the Kings, I mean, our feet 
felt like someone had been hitting them with a you know a cricket bat for a couple of hours you could yeah they just um but when you've done it and you cross that line and you get your medal um yeah you suddenly start to get exactly what you're referring to you suddenly start to think wow that was a really tough but you know what in many in most cases enjoyable event and you get to see some great places (laughs) yeah 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 i remember the i remember the campsite um it's just rows and rows and rows of individual tents and going to the toilet in the middle of the night and just hearing it was like a cramp accordion so yeah yeah, yeah. it's like people having cramp (laughs) different in different tents um so yeah let's let's talk about then so the race to the stones um what's what what does that even mean well it starts at luke nor and it's it's basically a hundred kilometer like i say run walk jog um different choice for different people um heading towards the avery um stones it's a beautiful route um they call it and i i I sort of wrote it down here, but it's it's the uh, it's considered the uh, the oldest path in Britain. And I've got to, from memory, the most amazing thing about this particular route is, and what, what I can remember from it is, so much of it you you kind of in, you feel like you're in the middle of nowhere. And mm. given where you are in the country, um, I kind of expected to be walking through housing estates or past the petrol station or something like that. And, and, and one of the big surprises I had when we did it a couple of years ago was just how remote some of the paths are and how beautiful it is, you know, walking through fields and, and everything else, uh, a little bit of woodland as well. And um, so much of it is like that. Uh, and I found that, um, that motivated me when I, was, when I was doing it because I just felt like I was in one of these quite unique, beautiful places in Britain. Um, I'm sure, you know, like many people and yourself, you know, when you're sometimes doing your runs around your street on a path or on a road, some, I, I sometimes personally get a bit of a dip. It doesn't inspire me often to, to sort of just yeah. run the same routes or, or, or run around sort of, you know, the housing space and stuff. But that particular route itself was, was stunning, um, really stunning. And, and what's great, certainly for about the first half of the Saturday, you're walking with so many people. Yeah. I mean, you've got hundreds and hundreds that are, you know, they're obviously all starting at different times, but you, you, throughout the day, you are meeting so many people along the way, um, all doing it for different reasons. Uh, largely all doing it for, to raise money, which is great. There's a lot yeah. of personal stories that you come across along the way. People often have it sort of on their T-shirts and, and, and everything else. Um, and the organisers, uh, Threshold Sports, they've, they've got this event to a tee. You know, when I talk about, you know, having done it before and all that kind of stuff, they have got a very slick operation, you know, from every pit stop that you do, and you would have experienced that race to the Kings, they, they do look after you, you know, yeah, it's a proper was, pit stop. It is, you get refueled and thankfully for my feet, um, someone was helping me every, every, every 5k, isn't it? To be fair though, there was a reason why you didn't have great feet. Yeah. You want to share that? I thought it would be a good idea to wear brand new walking boots and I didn't have walking socks, I had football socks. So football socks and walking a long distance. Brand new walking boots. In brand new walking boots is number one tip for you out there. Don't do it. You gave yourself a different type of challenge, didn't you? I mean, I, to be fair, your, I don't think your feet were the worst I saw during that challenge, but yeah. Yeah, that was... Yeah, that was a real, real, real challenge. And as you were saying, 
before we started recording, I always say yes to these things when I'm like buzzing. Yeah. And then they kind of creep up on, especially in this year of COVID, this one's really crept up on me. Um, there is a window that's, and I, I don't know whether we get it bang on, but there is a window post-event. Yeah. When you talk about, when you reflect on it and you suddenly yeah. think, you know, that was a really good event. That I think is the, is the moment you, you launch the next one. That's to go out for press ganging, isn't it? That's like getting yeah, <laughs> that's that's the one where everybody's buzzing about it. You know, that anything that you didn't quite like about it, you've forgotten about. You've been uh, almost sort of um, uh, you've had your brain changed into thinking everything was great because of the only photos you're seeing are people smiling and loving it. So yeah, it's um, there is a there is a window where the appetite's there, and we seem to get you every time, which is good. Yes. You also, it's the, I like the games that you've organised as well. So uh, we had, we've had the Strop Flamingo and the Strop Sunglasses. Do you want to tell us about that? Yeah. So that again, um, that was, that was taken from some rugby tours that we used to do with the ONs. And basically we used to have a Strop suit with the rugby club. So if you moaned about anything, said anything negative, it seems, it seems easy to avoid that, but the problem is everybody then tries to go to into saying something negative or having a moan. So, um, and the art is to draw someone into having to carry, in one of the examples, a, a blow-up pink flamingo. So, um, yeah, and what you do is you find that initially the pink flamingo gets passed around by quite a few people, and then it sort of lands on the odd couple. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody just has had enough and everything that comes out of their mouth is a little bit considered negative or a bit, a bit whiny. And uh, yeah, they end up carrying a, you know, an inflatable toy of some sort. Or glasses. We had yeah, I remember Race, Race to the Stones, it was a pair of ridiculous sunglasses. Um, yeah. And it's a really good one because as you come around the corner and you see yet another hill and you're knackered, <laughs> And you just go, oh, for God's sake, another effing hill. Someone's going, get him. He's got, give, yeah. him the, give him the strop glasses. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah so. there, is, there, is a, there is an important thing behind it. I, I guess from a, when it came from the rugby, you know, the rugby tours, you, you want everybody in a great mood. You don't want anybody bringing the group down. So yeah. it's almost like, and, and, and with the rugby club, it was, we often put people in a, in a suit, you know, or a, a, like a, fancy dress outfit of some sort a big chicken or, or, or something uh, there was a lot worse actually um and um you know it did make a difference it, mm. it put a, often a, a funny spin on like you say a little dip or a dark moment uh, i've had a few people throw it at me on some of the challenges and just re blatantly refuse to carry it anymore but even that was quite funny um yeah so yeah it's um i you reminded me of something actually because I haven't actually considered the strop toy this but that's because there so many go. of us get spread out um so it's quite difficult to do but I think when the group's close yeah it works quite well we're gonna need to we're gonna need to do a few I think even like the, when we were doing the three peaks and stuff the journey up there just the laugh in the minibus you know just all yeah. listening to different getting music tracks going um and even and on the events like I have got um, memories of like I say you kind of think you've hit rock bottom um, and sometimes yeah. it takes somebody else to to help you out Do you remember on I think it was Ben Nevis I just sat down and I was like no I'm done for mountain one um, and Jeff uh, at the time who isn't like this in his real life is he 
just no. gave me some like gladiatorial <laughs> speech straight out of gladiator yeah uh, and basically then just spoke to me like he was my sergeant major and said get up and it and it absolutely worked and it sticks with me to this day about you know when you think you're at rock bottom actually it's again it's that human spirit thing about seeing you know the guy i mentioned earlier is just so many things like that obviously we've got some people like yourself and jeff actually supreme like athletes but actually it's when you see that's really impressive don't get me wrong but it's when you see people and you think this is going to be a struggle and they just get on with it it's just great yeah yeah agree it's um and that that is uh when i think back to the first three peaks i ever did um i i wasn't at my fittest and um I did underestimate, I had no idea what it was, never been up any of those mountains and um, found it brutal. I remember being at the top of Snowdon and I think I text, uh, text my wife and, and I, I had a moment, mm. I had a moment, I was mm. physically drained from it um, because of, you know, everything we'd gone through probably in the last 24 hours. But it was that feeling and that sense of achievement that you just start to get, it gets a bit addictive. Mm. Certainly, I, I crave for it. You know, because you kind of, you want to know you've pushed yourself. You haven't always got to push yourself to the absolute limit, but because, you know, you want to be careful, but um, it's nice to know that you've pushed yourself. And that's what we'll be doing, you know, as a big group this weekend. Every single person, we talk about Jeff Bardell. I mean, he's running it all the way through. Yeah. I mean, he's he's never ran, he's never ran that distance all the way through. He's never done an event, an official event like this. And, as we know, he's, he's trained incredibly for it. And, you know, I've got everything crossed that, you know, we've got an individual in the team who's going to achieve something, you know, on a, on a major scale. I mean, that's impressive. Yeah. To be able to yeah. run all the way through is, yeah. is, is impressive. Um, I, he's going to do it. He's, yeah, he will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is going to do it by hook or by crook, isn't he? Well, he has to get back for 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 a family event got, anyway. So yeah, I, I, I was speaking to him yesterday. He's talking about train times and stuff. And I was like, "My God!" Yeah. I, the other thing is, I think the other benefit as well is that you truly get to know people. You know, you can work with people. I know that um, there'll be because of COVID and um, being in different teams and whatever. There's actually going to be people on the on the event that I won't have seen or talk to since the last event and I know yeah. it won't be awkward it would just yeah, would, yeah. Would just would just get into it you know um some people have used it as a chance to pitch ideas and stuff which is a bit challenging when you've got people talking about work and you're climbing up <laughs> <laughs> you've got you've got a pitch being given yeah Can yeah you maybe save save this one um but just to get to know people that you know people that you work with are, are fascinating and lovely and you don't often realize it until you've you're doing something like this not work related no. um you it's a shared experience but it's a shared tough experience i think it's, it's one of the things that's been difficult when you, you asked earlier about you know what do you do to prepare for these events stuff like that as you know historically when we've done things like the three peaks we've done a taster event so with the three peaks we always do you know a, a, a same day trip up scarfell because it gives you a real flavour of being in a minibus for absolutely hours yeah. and climbing what I think is the most difficult out of the three. Um, that's been really difficult in the last 12 months. Yeah. We've really struggled to do these taster events. People, the difference about this challenge is people have had to take a lot of 
I love the kind of preparing for the event themselves personally. Um, and so you're grinning. <laughs> and um, those so five aside football twice a week. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that'll be interesting because even I've I don't feel as prepared that I would like to be because normally oh, we throw in oh, some God. big group Bugged. group walks. Um, and they've been really tough to do that, you know, because of the restrictions. So that's hopefully next year we won't have that kind of same challenge. And it, it's we're going to sound like um, from the characters from the Harry Enfield show about charity, but um, it is something that's really important to all of us is that we we're supporting uh, a charity that is centred around. The community that we we, yeah. we work in. Do you want to just talk about that? We, yeah. You... So we 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 in the last few years we chose to support the Exeter Foundation, uh, an amazing uh, Exeter Cheese Foundation, amazing uh, initiative. Um, it's something that historically the Exeter Cheese back in the day there was used to get a lot of requests for things like uh, doing collections and match days for various events. As they've become more successful, and you know, amazingly successful in the last in the last you know four or five years, um, at a certain point they just had to formalise it. Uh, and now what they do is they support a huge number of of local charities. Some of them, I uh, I captured down. So you've got things like Action for Children. Uh, you've got the Extra Dementia Action Alliance. You've got the Extra Leukemia Fund, uh, Cancer Force Charities. So some of these one and the Royal Marines Charities. So some of them very familiar. And some of them not so familiar, but um, really important that that we support them. I, um, a lot of the charities, as, as people will appreciate, have, have not been able to raise the type of funds they normally would raise in the last 12 months. And so I was yeah, really keen that um, we did our bit and made sure that we, you know, we 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 sort of raise the sort of funds that we we would historically raise for them uh, to make sure that those charities are getting are getting the money. And it, what's amazing is we had a bit of a lull and I, I started to get a, I started to have a bit of a dip because I sort of looked at our fundraising total about two months ago and I thought, wow, this is, this is really tough. You know, I sense there was a bit of fatigue out there in terms of, you know, raising money. But the last, the last sort of three weeks, my God, I think there was a day, uh, there was a couple of days ago, we raised like 270 pounds in like 12 hours. It was mm -hmm. like, so... Um, the team have just been relentless in the last in the last couple of weeks, and uh, we're getting very close to that five thousand uh, target we set ourselves. Hopefully, we'll exceed it, uh, and I'm sure that'll be really welcome uh, by all of the charities that the uh, foundation supports. I, I love the concept of the foundation in that it because you know we any I guess any organisation where people want to make a difference, and that's a great thing about our industry is the sheer amount of um, not just money, but volunteerism and that kind of altruism that exists. But often it's difficult to be able, how do you decide between charities? The foundation's great. Exactly. Yeah, in yeah. The, it is a collection of so many meaningful, worthwhile organisations that might not get the same level of, you know, contribution by, them, by themselves. So, Especially but, during the last 12, 12 or 14 yeah. months. Yeah. You know, a lot of the shops and stores and, and stalls and things that they would normally collect money from, uh, they've not they've not been able to do that. The the big thing about the Exeter Foundation, it, it really ticked the box for the group, for the for the for the business in terms of because as you point out, it, it supports so many. It's mm -hmm. not like we've targeted one area or, or one type of charity. It ticks 
an awful lot of boxes for people. And so people, it, 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 it was one of the most easiest decisions I think we made. And it was, it was warmly received by us, our employees, um, because they, you know, we shared the link. Uh, those that were, you know, really interested in knowing who it was supporting saw the, the broad range of, of charities that, it, that they cover. And it was like, yes, that makes a lot of sense. Um, back in the day, we, we also supported a charity like Macmillan, who do a great charity. Um, uh, and I'm sure we'll get to support them again in the future as well. But um, yeah, most recently, the, the Chiefs Foundation is the one we've been doing. So over, over like the last five years, how much has been raised? Well, like say? I say, we, we always we always do at least five thousand just on the the um, the events that we do. But that's just not the only charity that the the, the funds that we 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 collect throughout the year. Um, I think there was one year where we, you know, we were close to 10,000 because we did some other events, uh, cake sales and things like that. So it does vary. Um, but I've always on the challenge events set ourselves sort of a minimum of 5k, um, which, you know, if, you, if you're able to get across each year, it's, it's, it's noticeable. Right. It's brilliant. Yeah. How, yeah. how can people listening, um, donate? So we have a link. Um, I don't know whether you'd be able to add the link when you share this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we can put the link on there might be worth also putting a link for the Exeter Foundation so that people can see. I recognise it's local, um, but some of those charities people will be familiar with. And, and, and um, so, but yeah, if you could share those when you share this, that'd be great. Uh, I recognise there's a lot of people raising money for different things, um, but... Not, no. yeah, but a lot of people aren't walking 100 kilometres. So. <laughs> no. no, 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 they're not. What the <laughs> hell am yeah, I doing? Yeah. Honestly, it's... Is it wrong that I'm thinking of ways I can get out of it? It is now, um, yeah. yeah, because I don't really want to do the admin associated with it. And I, I don't think we're going to let you. I, I don't think you've got a reason that you can think of. Um, I think even I don't if, want to do it. Is that enough? No, not really. Because <laughs> when you've done it. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, too fun. It, you would love it. Yeah. And also, you've done, this will be two out of the three that they do, because there's a race of the castle. Um, yeah. You know, at some point, want to tick all three of those. And that yeah. is a huge achievement to have done. I should say, the, the last one, what, the race to the Kings, um, if there'd been a guy in a like an 18th century diving suit, he would have done it um, quicker than me. But I did it. They were packing up. I think up. you're being harsh. No, they were packing um, up. I said, where's my medal? They were like, oh, it's late. in a box over there. <laughs> I always thought we started late. Yeah, I, let's go with that. <laughs> Yeah, I do remember us walking across the line and... Um, they were packing up. <laughs> yeah, they were, weren't they? Yeah, they were like, oh, look. Yeah, we were, we were last to get a snack, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I, had to, yeah, yeah. I had to check my medal to make sure it wasn't the year before. <laughs> well, and you've we got did, another incentive you know to what? finish. We, you've got it, football. It, yeah, exactly. God. Um, we do have a laugh, though. That's a, that, I think, for me, that's the overriding... Yeah. memory of all of these um, things, whether it is driving in between the mountains of the Three Peaks to just some of the conversations that you have with people or the things that happen. It's just barely, you know, like proper, proper and barely And we missed laughing. a lot of that. We haven't yeah. had that, you know, that opportunity to spend some time with some of our team uh, for a long time. Um, um, you know, people are... People, People are looking forward to this. They wouldn't give up their weekend if they weren't. Yeah. Uh, even you. Yeah. I know deep down you're looking forward to it. Um, so, you know, it's, it's yeah, 
it's been a long time coming. We've waited. I mean, we were supposed to be doing this last year. Yeah, I am. But just so, remember this, and this isn't, we're not making this up. I convinced myself the distance was shorter until the start before we started talking just now. You did. So it's I'd, un- I'd underestimated by what, 20, 30 kilometers. I thought, that, I thought I'd done 10 mile this a day, before. I think it is. Yeah. I thought I'd done this before and I haven't. Yeah, but you're going to do it in proper walking shoes and normal socks this time, huh? Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes, I am. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm heavily going to be heavily reliant on the likes of you and your kind of go-to people to keep me going. You'll be fine. I promise. Just don't drink too much cider on Saturday night. That can't, that's not going to happen. I think they had some deck chairs there last time and I couldn't get out of it once I'd sat in it. Yeah, yeah. I think they're planning to have something similar this time. I have got a yeah. massage gun though, so that's coming with me. Are you taking that? Yeah. Wow. For sure. Yeah, they're not Definitely. offering massages at the site this time because of COVID. So there's a few things they can't offer. So like what else? Well is done there? you. Um, well, we 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 uh, like uh, another one of the um, uh, big participants. We've we've got a dedicated marquee for our team. They don't all know that yet, uh, which is great. Uh, nice and close to the bar for those that, that, that are thirsty after their first 50k. Um, and then there's things like fire pits and stuff like that. They they it, it's the 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 design of the event and and the thought process that goes into it. The guys that do it at threshold. Um, yeah, I, I'm blown away by they. When you when you look at the setup, it's something that if you've got an interest in doing things like small events and stuff like that, you're seeing how it's done, how it's done properly. Um, and they've maybe had a tough a, year, so maybe we could do some little some little short episodes to get out of rap like on the move. Yeah, that would be great. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, we did one of those once on Twitter. We we did. I don't. I had a look at them the other day. One of them was me telling me we were saying that we should just sack the whole thing off because people hadn't raised enough money. Yeah, that was what that was one of ours where we, we didn't we thought we'd raise more money on the day and I think we'd raised 180 quid or something. And, and we, we were, were like, I was struggling. I was like, yeah, sod this. <laughs> and uh, and on the way we got overtaken by a hearse on the way and that was going to be the, the we we got car. overtaken by quite a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah 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 but we finished it. Yes. Yeah. It's all, about the med- it's all about the medal. It's medals. all about the medal. Yeah, exactly. it's all about the medal. So if this hasn't motivated people to listen, to go out and sign up for any sort of event um, next year, do you, here's a question quickly. Do you get people that say um, they're only physical challenges though? Why? Yeah. Yeah, and it's a great question. And um, uh, I do... Sh- a lot, when I look back at the ones we've done, they've got a point. Uh, it, 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 personally, it's, it's my area of interest and, and my commitment is that I'll, I'll put all, as much effort as I can in there with, with other people too, to make one of those events, that kind of event happen. There's a lot that goes into it and that's my commitment to do that. Um, I guess, I guess, there's always the opportunity for people to put other ideas forward. Some of the practice events that we do, they're not, they're not as extreme as the main event. We've done things like sort of walking from the office and along the coast down here. So some of them, some of the, some of the prep events that we've done, uh, 
people can join. We've had families on on some of the the big walks that we've done that have been prep events for things like the Three Peaks. But I recognise certainly the events that I've kind of sort of uh, driven or, or been a part of trying to get off the ground. Yeah, they're generally events that come with an element of a challenge to them. Do you know what my Do you know what my counter to that is, mate? Is you would be surprised when if the when a minibus rocks up um we've got all shapes and sizes getting off that minibus we've got people all over the all over the spectrum on preparation uh what they've done in the past the extent to which they like sporting activities um and everyone gains a massive amount from doing it it's that again it comes back to that thing we spoke about at the start it's the human spirit and putting yourself out of your comfort zone and the feeling you get afterwards and also the camaraderie like doing it together as a group yeah there's that balance getting that balance right as well which i've i've learned as we've done more of these around the importance of doing the challenge and the importance of making sure everybody enjoys it uh, in the early days, very focused towards, you know, getting these challenges done, hitting the 24 hours and everything. And certainly, you know, my approach to them prior and during, um, I probably placed too much emphasis on, on communicating. People better be, you know, getting prepared for this. And they better be doing their long walks and, and everything else. And um, I think from experience, some of that, you know, created you a mellowed. bit of... Um, yeah, yeah, well, it created, it created, I think it created a bit of anxiety for some people that you know this was all about trying to do an event or something in a certain time um but over the years i've recognized you get more from it when you focus a little bit less on that you always have there's always this sense of wanting to achieve it i think everybody does the three peaks knows what the three peaks for example is everybody generally wants to do it in 24 hours um but i think it's important that people realize that even just doing three of the mountains or two of the mountains or one of the mountains you know even trying it um, whatever you set yourself um, and really the event needs to accommodate that you, you know so if you've got more than one minibus you know two or three minibuses so that you can yeah. swap the groups around to accommodate the different pace of, of people that helps yeah yeah i was with the i was in the oap minibus there you were <laughs> i'm looking forward if we need to get a video of you at the end of this weekend i think you'll be quietly surprised actually at how well you nail it especially given all of the stuff you've been doing in the last year. So I, I think you'll be surprised. Yes. You'll okay. definitely feel the extra 10 miles each day, certainly the second day that you had the plan for. Um, I know. It's there is one bit of the second Ignorance day, would have been you. bliss. Huh? Yeah, Go I'm going yeah, I'm I'm to tell you one thing that on the second day to prepare yourself for, which I wish, every, I wish someone had told me, but you do walk back on yourself at the end. Right. It's the only time of the whole challenge where you kind of walk down, you go around the stones, but you come back up. And you're like, I've, I'm walking over the same sort of ground that I walked back. And that, that mentally was a big challenge. And I wish someone had told me that because when we turned around and I went to walk back up where I came from, my energy just dropped um, because I it just thought... It, it, it can't be worse than... Well, the race to the Kings was that like a vertical yeah ink before the end of day one that's when you saved me by shouting runners and just made me laugh yeah yeah yeah, because i just wanted to stay there (laughs) yeah i'm done 
we're just going up a vertical muddy uh, under trees i don't even know it wasn't it wasn't a hill and what was it, I don't it was know. Just, yeah it was just like a woodland path that had just been absolutely battered by the weather and 95 percent of the previous participants going before us <laughs> we basically we basically got the remains of a a completely overused path in the woods um yeah with terrible weather yeah we paid the price for being we in the did. back we did yeah, yeah yeah we were literally yeah walking behind everybody else's carnage what are you hoping for let's end with this what what for you is going to be the end when I'm, we, I'm you sit hoping... there with your beer watching england in the final um and you go yeah that was a good event because yeah, i'm hoping i get a sense of that job done and, and to get that sense of job done is that the general vibe, everything I'm hearing, everything I'm seeing is that this was amazing and that everybody loved it. And that, you know, because when you get that feeling from it, it is all worth it. It is all worth it. Mm. And you know also that the, um, that it lives on a little bit. I know it sounds cheesy, but the concept of doing these every year lives on. Mm. I always feel like, you could potentially be one bad challenge from this kind of thing stopping mm. and the business or people recognizing no, nah, maybe there's something else we should do or we shouldn't just do this anymore. So you want to come away with that sense that everybody absolutely loved it because then I walk away knowing, do you know what? I've got the green light to do another one next year. And personally, I look forward to that a lot. So yeah, that's what I want. So we are, we, we've just decided we're going to do a series of little, uh, podcasts on on the event um we'll, we you know it might not be able to share uh video but we'll certainly share oh we can find a way we'll share both um, yeah i'm taking a gopro everything that's going on uh the good the bad and the ugly <laughs> but people if you're listening yeah we'll keep you updated also please do any amount of sponsorship would make a massive um, difference it's just giving right mark yeah yeah, Virgin, Virgin giving. Yeah, so it's um, it's not just giving; it's oh, the Virgin, Virgin money giving. Yeah, Virgin yeah. money um, giving. Yeah. What so, do they need to look for? BPA. Well, hopefully they'll see the link when you post it. So yeah. there's a link on there. Um, but the actual, uh, sorry, I didn't have it quite ready on there. Um, but they will see a link that should say UKVirginMoneyGiving.com forward slash team bpa quality race stones 2021 right and we're going to smash um, we are going to smash it and i've just i've i've just looked here and yeah we're, we're getting because we've got we've got another 400 pound that we've collected offline so we're just shy of the four thousand pound mark so i suspect in the next week or so we'll get very close to that um that 5k which would be great especially if any of the people listening if you can help that that will be great i mean you'll literally be paying for uh my, my pain other people's pain uh, <laughs> um, what have i done you'll love it i will afterwards yes oh uh, no i think you'll love it i think elements of it you'll love it during yeah true I, I think there's big parts of this you'll enjoy yeah for sure you'll Mark, definitely feel it saturday night but yeah i will um thanks very much for organizing these thanks for sharing no worries. thanks for the invite sharing what it's like and thanks for coming on and always being a supporter of the podcast really appreciate it and i'll see you early saturday morning oh no i'll see you tomorrow you'll see me tomorrow 
This yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Wish, I, I'm, I can edit this bit out. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. Cheers, chat. See, see you later, mate. Yeah, see you. Bye.